Internet. I'm your husband host, Travis McElroy. And I'm your wife host, Teresa McElroy. And you're listening to Schmanners. It's extraordinary etiquette. For ordinary occasions. Hello, my dove. Hello, Dia. I had to reach out and touch you. I yep. need a physical connection, hand on shoulder. Now you put your other hand on my shoulder and we'll get a cycle of energy going. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, direct current. Oh, no. My heart has stopped. Oh, no. Uh, well, what are you going to do? You were the one that told me to do that. Yeah, but then you touched the same shoulder. <laughs> I was thinking... I would touch your right shoulder and you would touch... I no, can't... I, I would touch your left, you would touch my left, and we'd have a cycle going. I can't reach that shoulder. I would have Not to... Not with that attitude. I would have to hit both microphones on the way over. And that, it just wasn't worth it no. for you? No. I see. I'll keep I'm that about in quality. I'm just saying it's really nice to get back together uh, every week to record this. You know, we spend so much time, sometimes six whole days apart, and it's nice to have these little family reunions. Segway! Segway! We're talking about family reunions. We are. Have 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 you ever been to one? Okay. Maybe. Maybe. So the thing is... <laughs> what? Maybe. I don't have... <laughs> The world's best memory. Okay. So it is possible that prior to like my 10th birthday that I did, right? Okay. But the other- It is something that your family has had, you believe? Babe, I don't know. But I will say this. I don't think it was ever like, this is a family reunion, right? But there have definitely been times where it was like, my dad, his brother's- my grandmother, her sisters, all of their like sons and daughters and grandchildren like together for like Thanksgiving, right? Mm-hmm. Or together like, yeah, we're all in town for the summer hanging out at this grandparents' pool or whatever, right? I don't think it was ever like, this is a McElroy family reunion so much as it was just, yeah, there's like 50 of us all related in one place. Hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but when I think of family reunions, I think of the Bobby Gentry song, Family Reunion, which is an absolutely incredible and wild song that's just layered like voices that you would hear at a family reunion singing, but it's just like her doing all of them, right? Oh. But you hear like the grandfather's voice talking about a kid getting his finger stuck in a Coke bottle and like a mom yelling at a kid to leave his cousin alone and stop pulling on her hair. And someone saying like, that's a beautiful dress. Where'd you get the pattern? I'd love it if you could make one, one for me. But it all is like musically layered. Huh. It's really, really cool. I've never heard that. Bobby Gentry, family reunion. It's amazing. So we're talking about family. Have you been to a family reunion? I've won. Just one. When was it your family? It was my grandmother's family. On your dad's side or your mom's side? My mom's side. So my grandmother. Okay. So it was her, like, okay. So it was your mom's mom's family. Yes. Okay. Um, She had a lot of brothers and sisters. And I recall at one point going to one of their houses. Mm. And the thing that I remember about the whole thing is we were in the backyard and this particular brother or sister was like growing grapes and we just like played hide and seek in the grape rows. Okay. See what I remember, uh, once again, not like a I was family. young. I was young. 
very young. I would hope so. If you're hiding in grape rose when you're like 32. <laughs> also, if you were 32, why wasn't I there? Are you I know. ashamed of me? <laughs> why not? Um, on my mom's side, once again, it was like Christmas. We'd go and I would see people and I'm like, who's that? And they're like, that's your cousin. And I'm like, what? Because <laughs> um, it was like big, uh, like Kentucky extended family. Okay. Uh, very Kentucky. Everybody smoking uh, cigarettes and uh, strong Kentucky accents. Mm. And me and my brother sitting there like, anytime we you want to leave, we're fine with that. <laughs> that would be fine. I've ma- There are many loud cousins here running around yeah. screaming and we're fine just whenever you want to leave. There were not very many cousins that I recall. There were probably two or three people that I knew. We went at one point a couple times down to my dad's aunt's house in North Carolina and there was a little more people over there. Um, But like... As far as like the big family reunion, we don't have a lot of people in the family, I guess. Okay. So easier to plan. Easier to plan. Smaller venues. So family reunions have only been around for about 20 years. Nope. Okay. I was just guessing. Oh, okay. I thought that wasn't it, but wouldn't that be wild if that was true? That would be wild. Where do you even start the history of, so families got together for the first time in 2000 (laughs) BCE. Okay. No. Uh, obviously, families have been getting together as long as getting together has happened, sure. right? I mean, I guess, I guess it probably goes back to once all of your family stopped living in the same village when they like sure. started going other places. You would have the occasion to get back together. That makes but sense even to then, me, man. Sometimes I think about. Um, and by sometimes I mean every time I get onto an airplane, I think about the Jode family in a, mm. was it Grace of Wrath? Yeah. Yeah. Of them, like, it takes them like months to like get from Oklahoma to California. And then it's like, I get on a plane and I go from Ohio to California in about four hours. Right. And so there was this time, right, where getting to see your family was mm-hmm. like, we better start. Going now, and maybe in two weeks, if the horse doesn't die, we'll get to see them. Yay! (laughs) Well, so, okay. So a lot of families get together for, like, maybe Christmas or, like, the the matriarch's birthday every year or something like that, right? But the idea behind a family reunion is... an elaborate heist. They all come back together. One last job. Maybe. Uh, Is you're not celebrating any day in particular. It's a gathering that's usually, it could even be planned on the same weekend or date every year, but it's not celebrating anything else, just it is the reunion. I love that, because if they try to do a reunion on my birthday and make it not about my birthday, I already got to share it with Justin. Mm -hmm. And now your sister. I know. Right? It, oh, if I had to share it with like, now we're all together, we're talking about how we're related. Gross. <laughs> no, thank you. And these family reunions often have activities. Um, some silly of the ones, t-shirts. Silly t-shirts. Some of the ones that we pulled straight from the interwebs, things like swimming, potlucks, genealogical presentations, cookouts, talent shows, storytelling skits, things like that. Some of those right? are sillier than others. They are. Swimming. Not inherently so. In fact, I'm going to say, don't be silly in the pool. Well, like people do like lake trips all together. Or, I mean, if Nana has a pool, why not go there? Yeah, if Nana has a pool, that's what I would say. If Nana has a pool, they don't go to school. Um, So the beginning of the family reunion, not called as such, is difficult to pinpoint. Yes. But 
we can tell when family reunions became a staple of the American holiday lexicon. 20 years ago. No. Okay. The Emancipation. Okay. Uh, January 1st, 1863, President Abraham Lincoln issued the Emancipation Proclamation, which declared, quote, that all persons held as slaves within rebellious states are and henceforward shall be free. Okay. Right? Amazing. And also, it would be cool if families got together once well, in a while. okay, here it is, right? Unfortunately, this didn't automatically end slavery, especially, you know, the executive order was directed at an- ending slavery in the southern territories, but enslaved people wouldn't actually be freed until the Union took those territories back. Yeah, right? there was, it was... It was not like you make that proclamation and states that had literally seceded and rebelled would be like, all right, all if right. you say so. Uh, so, for example, in Texas, right, they may not have even heard about this proclamation because this, there were no Civil War battles being fought directly then, mm-hmm. right, in Texas. So two and a half years after the Emancipation Proclamation had been signed, Union troops made their way to Galveston, Texas. Uh, and that's when the soldiers read the general order, order that people of Texas are informed in accordance with the proclamation from the executive of the United States that all slaves are free. A few months later, slavery would officially be abolished legally by the 13th Amendment. Yes. Okay. So uh, that happened on June 19th, 1865, which is now celebrated as Juneteenth. Yes. Um, And this is the direct correlation between Juneteenth and family reunions. I can't wait to hear it. But first... How about a word from some other Max Fun shows? The Greatest Generation, Maximum Fun's irreverent potty mouth Star Trek podcast is a big deal. How big? It's the only Star Trek podcast big enough to have our very own live show tour. And we're inviting all Star Trek fan Max Funsters everywhere. We're calling it the Share Your Embarrassment Tour. And this year we're going to celebrate and roast Star Trek V, The Final Frontier. We're going to go to a bunch of cities. And GreatestGenTour.com has all the info. That's GreatestGenTour.com for dates and ticketing info for the Share Your Embarrassment Tour. Share your embarrassment and grow stronger from the sharing. Okay. I it just seemed I know it was early, but it just seemed like such a good like cliffhanger and this is it. <laughs> Whoa. Okay, so what's the correlation? Well, once formerly enslaved people were no longer enslaved, many of them shared the common goal of reuniting their family that they got separated yes. from while they were kept in bondage. Yeah, that makes complete sense. So it really became a tradition of continuous celebration, kinship, and resilience in the face of the immeasurable suffering that these black families endured. So family reunions are very important to black history, and we really have the whole tradition to thank for these people who wanted to be reunited with the rest of their kin. Okay, so... The tradition began to spread amongst Americans throughout the next couple centuries because the Great Migration happened between 1915 and 1970. Approximately uh, six million 
black people moved from the American South to northern, midwestern, and western states to escape racial violence and pursue better economic and educational opportunities. The latter half of the Great Migration was overlapped with the Hillbilly Highway, as it was called. Which this was, is Grace Arrette, right? This is like people going west, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the out-migration of people from the Appalachian Mountains and the Appalachian Highlands into the industrial cities of the northern, midwestern, and western states. Um, this was toward the latter half, as most of the people in Appalachia at the time were employed in the coal mines, oh, which yeah. started to decline in the 1940s. Um, so as the work dried up, People made the move to better paying jobs. Um, And so say that you find yourself and your family in a brand new place because you need work or because it really sucks where you're from. People started to get their families back together to celebrate. And this is where the family reunion really starts to come into our American lexicon. Okay. I like how you worked West Virginia into there. I really appreciate that. <laughs> it does make me think at some point, at some point, I want to do like, I don't know if it even fits into the show, but a whole thing about like coal mining towns and company stores and company script and all that. Maybe just the origin of like Redneck and Hillbilly. Ooh, like maybe. Mm. Ooh, maybe some bonus content. Maybe. We'll mm-hmm. see. Oh, we could do a whole like Hillbilly etiquette thing. And you, like, you like could, yeah, you could, could do that. You could do that. Oh, oh, that just spoke to me so deeply. Okay. Next. Do's and don'ts. Do you think that reunions are still uh, as popular, like as much a thing now in, in the year 2023? Um, as I definitely know that they happen because the T-shirts still exist. They yeah, still end up at Goodwill. Goodwill. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I do think that families in general over like land span, right? Stay in better contact because of all the technology that we have. Yeah, I mean, I I bet, like, not even anecdotally, I bet you could, like, track it, but I bet, like, Facebook mm. had, like, a huge impact where you're just like, I know what they're doing. It's fine. But also... Not also, even that, but also finding them, right? Well, but also, there might must be an impact, too, of one, just in the last 30 years, how many huge cultural discussions have been happening in the mm-hmm. United States, yeah. at least. And then also, like, seeing people talk about, like, seeing your relatives talk about some of those social things on, like, Facebook and Twitter and stuff where we're like, you know what? Yeah. I actually don't need to get back together with them. On that note, friends, listeners, you 100% do not have to go to these. <laughs> no. And, in fact, I would uh, go one step further and say uh, when we talk about a family reunion, family is more and more what you make it these days. Mm-hmm. You do not have to be blood-related to people to have a family reunion. It could be like, you know what? In college, these 20 people were my found family, and I spent so much time with them, and I would love to get together with them and meet their kids and totally. their partners if they have whatever, right, and call that your family reunion. Mm-hmm. Totally fine. Do that. The thing is, you still need to be polite and RSVP your decline, right? We're uh, not. I'm going to say no. we're we're not saying that you have to go, yes. but you have to check that box and say, "Don't count on me being there." Here's what I I, I here's what I will say. I'm um I'm Petty, um I'm Tom Petty over here, and 
what Teresa is saying is that is the textbook. If you're asking, do I still need to respond? I'm worried about being schmannerly. Then yes. If you're like, oh no, actually I've been no contact with these people for like the last 10 years and I'm not going to start now to write back and say no, then don't. Do you think that they would have your address? I mean, I don't know, man. There's uh, email or whatever. I don't know. We'll see. I, but if you're all no I'm contact saying with is, people, you could stay no contact. Okay, sure. But all I'm saying is, it's important for like headcount for potato salad or whatever, right? Can you RSVP and like write in HG double hockey sticks now? <laughs> Maybe. Okay. If you're no contact, it doesn't matter, right? Yeah, right. Okay. Um, and you know what? As as your dad, I give you all permission to write the F word no if you really want to. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, do also pay attention to the host's requests, right? If it's a potluck, let them know what you're bringing. Um, and if there are any fees for venues or like T-shirts, we talked about if everybody needs to buy a T-shirt, you know, make sure that you pay up in a timely manner because showing up with 20 bucks and expecting a T-shirt isn't exactly how that works, yeah. right? Your family is not like a store, they don't have it just in like in stock. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, if you're going to go, you might want to brush up on your family tree, right? Someone who is probably more like a stranger to you is going to come up and say, last time I saw you, you were this big. And you say, and who are you? <laughs> maybe, and I would know you from. <laughs> maybe it would be it would behoove you to save that awkward interaction and try and figure out who the people are that might be there, right? I will also, so here's another thing. I think we've talked about this before when we talk about like holiday get-togethers and blah, blah, blah. But to touch on what I said earlier, there's a very good chance that you're like, I do want to go to my family reunion. I do want to be there. But I know that there are going to be people there who maybe we do not see eye to eye socially. Maybe they do not, uh, they do not uh, treat me and who I am and my identity with respect, mm -hmm. right? And I want to go, but I'm worried about that. One, is there someone in your family that's like, this person is in charge? That's the grant, right? I can reach out to them and say, hey, I want to be there, but I need you to talk to this person and let them know that we won't be having that conversation and I won't stand for it. Or is there someone like a cousin, a, a sibling, right? A, a cool uncle, right? That you can be like, hey, if you see this person, come over and talk to me. I need you to come steal me away, right? I sure. need you to come over and join me. I need you to wing person with me because uh, I want to come to the thing, but I don't want to fight with this person. I think that's great advice. Um, my general advice is maybe just like, don't get into it. But like, if somebody says something homophobic about your cousin, like, let them have it, right? Yeah. Um, but maybe don't bring up the time unprompted when your uncle got arrested for riding his lawnmower into town or whatever. Now, hold on. Right? That's a cool story. I want to hear that story now. Only if he's not embarrassed about it. I, if it's any of my uncles, <laughs> you're going to hear the whole story. Um, yeah, I think like all in all, right, to sum all this up, we're big advocates of like ask for what you need. Mm-hmm and advocate for yourself and take up space, all these things, right? So you have just as much right to be at your family reunion as the person that makes you uncomfortable or the person that you don't like or the person that you fight with. So ask for what you need ahead yeah. of time. And if that is not, on, like, if they're like, you have to come, they're gonna be cool, it's gonna be fine. And then you get there and then that person is not cool and it's not fine, you can leave, totally. right? You have my full schmannerly permission to get out of there. 
and go hang out with people who treat you with respect and like you for who you are. Um, another thing, family reunions can be very overwhelming for kids. Yeah. Right? Um, maybe if they're under a certain age, don't bring them. But if you do bring them any age, it's important to prepare them for what might happen, right? Um, that it, there's going to be a lot of people. It's going to be loud. There might not be stuff for you to do. Or there are people who speak to you with a familiarity that you don't expect because they met you when you were a baby and you haven't seen them in six years. And they're adults and you're kids. And if you're like, I don't know this person, you don't have to hug them. Come back over here with me. Exactly. Right. Um, and so just let them know that they're not under any pressure to like perform or whatever. Yeah. But, like, you know, it might be good for you to come prepared with, like, some coloring pages or some toys or sure. or your little, like, video game handhelds or whatever, right? Yeah. Something so that if they cannot physically participate due to whatever stressors or age, that they have something to do. Also, man, I can tell you, uh, with our kids, like... It's really easy. I can see how the importance of like they're going to meet their family that they haven't known. This is the first time we're getting together, and I'm, our seven year old's going to meet all of these relatives that they don't. This is so important. They're like seven, you know, they're kids. Yeah. Like it, it does not hold the same significance. They'll get out of it whatever they want to. I think it's more important that they come away from it feeling positive about the experience than coming away like you've milked every like and this is your great uncle <laughs> bond with him right or whatever like no just let your kid enjoy it and don't put the pressure on them to i don't know soak up every uh every experience that said it could be a really awesome time if you commit and like play the game play in the space right maybe for this week or this like family reunion party, you love watching slideshows of genealogy presentations. I would love that. Or maybe, you know, this week you're going to wear that T-shirt that says I survived the Johnson family reunion, you know, or, you know, you there's a talent show and you're going to win it. Right. So, like, get into this. The more you participate and the more you like, like I said, play in the space. Bam, bam. Thank you. Well, I don't think we invented. I mean, but you space, guys, but that you. was yes. the joke. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the the better time you're going to have, right? Um, and Here's I would say that that goes for your kids too, right? If you can get them to participate in something, even if it's just swimming in the pool with their cousins, yeah, right. I just thought of uh, two really fun games you could play, Ooh. and one have everybody go around and say what a uh, famous person in history they claim they're related to. <laughs> and I bet there'll be a lot of different ones. And also if there's like a story in your family of like, oh, everyone tells the story about the time that grandpa did this or whatever. Have the everybody- The time that grandpa got deported from Canada. Yep, indeed. Then have everybody like go around and be like, that's not how I heard it. No, <laughs> I heard it like this, yeah. right? And compare notes on all these stories. Um, it's also a great time, by the way. One of my favorite things about being an adult and hanging out with my family is like going to my grandmother, going to my nanny and be like, hey, you lived in Vegas in the 60s, right? What was it like, right? And just like hearing stories about it, right? That definitely goes to my next point. Um, it might be a really great idea to make a point of going to sit with someone who is alone, right? And trying to get them to tell you a story or participate in something because a lot of people feel... Uh, awkward around these things and yeah. if you are one of the people who can you know exude that extrovert energy it might be a really great thing for you and for them to help them uh participate now right? do watch out though because if you see someone sitting by themselves 
there's like a 1% chance it's a ghost. Because like, <laughs> if you think about it, right, there's a lot of energy there. Your family is going to draw in. Now that might be cool, right? And it's like, oh, what's that? It's our uh, ancestor from like the 1800s. This is wild. But then he's going to say some stuff that people are like, whoa, that's oh, actually not, right. oh, that's right. not actually okay to say anymore. Get um, out of here, ghosts. Here's here's one more do or don't about the party specifically. Don't wait till the end to say thank you to the host or the organizer. Say it at the beginning. Get yeah. it out of the way. It will help set the tone for the party. And, you know, if if they need any assistance, maybe with food or decorations or whatever, and you can help, it's a great time to do that. And then you won't have to stay late and help clean up. Always great. Especially if you have kids. That's a very, very important. Um. So here, if you are the host, are a couple of uh, do's and don'ts here. Don't be unrealistic about the way your family operates, okay? It might be your dream to have a weekend-long camping trip and hiking in the mountains. Gross. But maybe your family just wants to eat mac and cheese at Nana's pool, right? Yeah, not every family is outdoor kids. That's That's right. Some of them is indoor cats. So don't feel pressured to pull off like a big thing with like balloon arches or like with, you know, spending every single second of a weekend together. The experience is more important than all of the stuff around it. Yeah, low-key is probably better, right? Because people are going to try and, like, talk to each other and having a bunch of activities in the way, although it is great to have one or two. Anchor activities. Anchor activities. You want anchor activities where it's just, like, if the energy starts to flag, we're going to do this. Or, like, let's get everybody, like, an icebreaker thing, right? But if you don't want to schedule it, like, minute to minute to minute, right? Because people want time to sit and talk and, Mm -hmm. like, catch up and do all that stuff. So, like, if you've scheduled it within an inch of its life, right, it's going to be way too stressful for everybody. Speaking of scheduling... Um, don't feel weird about trying to schedule up to a year in advance. Yeah. Okay. Because this is a lot of people possibly coming from a lot of different places with a lot of different schedules, all this kind of stuff. The sooner that you can pick that date and have people plan their other lives around it, the more, uh, like functional this whole thing is going to be. Right. Here's another very important do, uh, for a family reunion. Do invite your family. Yes. Not everybody thinks of that, right? Then they get there and like, why isn't everybody here? Why didn't they just know it was happening? You have to invite them. Uh, Keep in mind accessibility, right? Because a lot of these people might be old or might be brand new. Um, And so if you have a venue, are they accessible for everyone? Mm -hmm. Um, Is the hall you picked maybe not too expensive, right? Because you might have people who are paying for college or people who are paying for medical bills. And if you want everyone to chip in, you know, the more expensive it is, the more you'll expect people to pay, right? Um, and that accessibility also extends to like food and absolutely, uh, you have, uh, not just like dietary things, but, but like allergies. allergies, all of that stuff, right? And since you don't know all these people, if you're planning the reunion, that's another good thing to put on the invitation, right? Mm-hmm. To say with your RSVP, let me know about any, you know, intolerances or, you know, um, special diet restrictions or allergies or, I mean, maybe even like just like a blank space so that, you know, your your great aunt can say, I'm on oxygen, nobody can smoke or whatever, right? right? Um, also just, and this is going to sound like I'm making a joke, but like... Even if you don't drink, you should have alcohol there if you're planning it, right? Because I've been a to thought, some of the... A thoughtful decision about alcohol. Yeah. Right? That's a good way to put it. 
um, because maybe alcoholism runs in your family and you don't want to provide that. Sure. But also... It is a important social lubricant for some people. Um, I think that it is an appropriate thing maybe to think about how how people might do with like a beer and wine selection sure. versus a fully stocked bar, yes. right? Um, and the longer that you've planned this reunion to go, the longer the hours, I would say, steer away from the fully stocked bar. Yes. Because more drama is is probably going to ensue the longer. Sleepiness. Yeah. And sleepiness. The longer that people are, are partaking in libations. Um, make sure to have a first aid kit, yeah. right? Because with kids and older people, bumps and bruises. Um, with everybody. Everybody. I get, I get hurt all the time. I mean, that's true, right? I'm just out there shrekking around, knocking stuff over, bruising myself. Um, especially if it's an outdoor event, make sure you have like um, like bug spray and neosporin sunscreen. and sunscreen. And if there's food, bring Tums, right? Us, us older people, <laughs> we got sensitive hey, tummies. <laughs> let's say let's throw lactate on there as well. Um, and maybe some Pokemon band aids for the kids. Oh yeah. Um, You know, but this is supposed to be fun. And that is the big thing that I want everyone to come away with from this is that it's it's not supposed to be a chore to hang out with your family. And if it is, you don't have to go there. There So have fun. Enjoy your family reunions, folks. I have fun hanging out with you. Um, me too. I appreciate you. Um, and I appreciate you listeners. I know I often joke that we could do the show without you, but we wouldn't. That's the thing. We wouldn't do it without you. It w- that would be weird. It would be weird to do like 400 episodes and put it up and get zero downloads. That would be wild. But we also want to say thank you to Alex, our researcher, without whom we could not make the show. And thank you to Rachel, our editor, without whom we could not make this show. Uh, coming up, I'm going to be at uh, Rose City Comic Con uh, here in just a couple weeks. You can go to McElroy.family. Uh, and click on tours, I believe, and find all the details there. What else, Teresa? We always thank Brent, Brentlefloss Black, for writing our theme music, which is available as a ringtone where those are found. Also, thank you to Bruja Betty, Pinup Photography, for the cover picture of our fan-run Facebook group, Schmanners Fanners. If you love to give and get excellent advice from other fans, go ahead and join that group today. As always, we continue to love your topic submissions and your idiom submissions and your questions. You keep sending those to us, please, at schmannerscast at gmail.com. And say hi to Alex, because she reads every single one. And that's going to do it for us. So join us again next week. No RSVP required. You've been listening to Schmanners. Manners, Schmanners. Get it. Maximum Fun, a worker-owned network of artist-owned shows, supported directly by you.